You're listening to episode number 398 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of the road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. got to share something with you that was super clever. Uh, At Tim Kennedy 11 suggested that we rename Vegas Vacation 11 to Vegas Vacation Yo 11. Uh, It's clever. See, I really thought he should have gone, and we as well, should have gone into the Ocean's 11 uh, direction. Oh, wow. Yeah. So many options. I mean, didn't somebody already do that? Ocean's, like there was like an Ocean's 14 or something. I not to... It's not really about me. But I mean, really, you're obviously George Clooney. You're kind of running the whole thing. I'm the attractive side piece, Brad Pitt. Oh, don't even call me Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts or Don Cheadle, whoever she wants her pick. (laughs) Don Cheadle. (laughs) I can't do an accent that bad. (laughs) (laughs) We're in Bonnie. Rubble. Trouble. Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that drives that accent drives Alistair crazy. <laughs> I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. Okay, well, is that it? Or are we just going to start the show? That's all I got, yeah. The hell? All right. Oh, I, I'll tell you what, before we start the show, uh, appropriately so, I love how much shit I've taken on Twitter for not being a Beatles fan. Yes. <laughs> I love that, too. That was that was that was good. That was this is what is so much fun about the podcast is just sometimes these fun little throwaway lines that I don't really think a whole lot of when when they're being said like in the moment right. are the things that the listeners pick up on. Now I'll concede I was ever so slightly goading you <laughs> last week by, by saying you know I'm bit. not a, that Beatles are overrated. <laughs> but, <laughs> But uh, but Tony would have been a good fucking cheerleader, wouldn't he? (laughs) (laughs) I I would have been like the uh, Will Ferrell character on SNL. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be awesome. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, fellow Twitter fans for uh, giving me shit for the last week. That was a lot of fun. That's super cool. Okay, so we'll start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas in France. The movie The Hangover was given the title Very Bad Trip. In Spanish-speaking countries, it was called What Happened Yesterday? 
We got that from Ad Vital Vegas. Do they not get hangovers in other countries? I, I right, like they drink that, all the time. Why is that like not a term? Especially the English. Right. Well, I mean, I guess the French drink all the time, right? So maybe they're never hungover <laughs> because they're constantly they're just drunk. constantly drunk. Um, <laughs> Spanish, I don't know. Are they just? Like the, the the tequila volume in their right? blood is I don't know and I know these are way awful assumptions people don't don't yell at me for it <laughs> right. um, I I just don't know do they not have the equivalent of hangover I don't know they must because I've seen on maybe plenty they just of, don't like, have a word for it I, maybe I've they seen, call it something else well maybe but I know I've seen on plenty of like travel shows whether it was you know Anthony Bourdain or Andrew Zimmern or whoever were they're in these especially Spanish speaking countries and they all have a hangover cure of some type <laughs> so so I know they do right it's interesting yeah it's good I'll even give the Spanish version of what happened yesterday because <laughs> that it really is the majority of the movie what yeah. what happened last right, night right yeah. trying to figure um, it out I agree but it's more apropos. very bad trip that <laughs> come on <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move next on to the Twit Pick of the Week. A moment in time captured by at underscore Grandpa Pa D's. Grandpa D's. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Father in 1964 featured the Stardust, a legend in her prime. Still sporting the original road marquee as well as the property's original frontage. Adding to the glamour is the parking lot full of vintage vehicles, well, well they, I mean, they back then they weren't then. vintage, but you know, <laughs> right. you know what I mean. Uh, it's a great photo and a great place in the sun. It still amazes it, me how different the Stardust looked when it first opened versus oh, what yeah. I remember the Stardust looking like. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, that's a property that's gone through many iterations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. All right, this is super fun. You've got a a very cool update on our 360 Vegas Vacation 11. So what's going on there? It's two new featured guests are confirmed for the 360 Vegas family meet and greet at Mirage Center Bar Monday, June 13th at 6 p.m. They are... At Chef Demoni Podcast and at Travel Zork. Woohoo! I know, right? We got we got some heavy hitters right there. I know. <laughs> I love it. I was so glad this happened because I think when we first, you know, put out the dates, people were like, "Oh, not sure." Let me check. And I just I love how more and f- more folks are tagging in on this because yeah, yeah. I, again, just love expanding the community of the family, people yeah. that know Vegas and talk to Vegas, and you know, introducing them to our listeners and our listeners to them and. Yeah. It's good. It's good fun. I agree. I agree. Also, 360 exercise experience. Per the vote, they came to a decision to do the White Owl Trail at Slot Canyon, located in Lake Mead, NRA. Participation meets at eight. Participants. Participants. Thank you. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Participants meet at 8 a.m. in the Cosmo interior next to where the sports book and Starbucks are. I wondered what that meant because when I read it, I'm like, they meet at 800 inside? Like, where is eight, room 800? Like, what, <laughs> what do you mean oh, next geez. to where the Starbucks Yes, everybody was? show up at room 800. That's, right? Just <laughs> pounding on the door at that's 8 a.m. That's how it's written in the notes. That's why I was yeah. confused. 800 hour. 8 a.m. makes much more sense. Ed Raising Las Vegas wanted me to reassure those of you concerned about making it back in time for the cocktail event, you'll make it. 
she she's she's confident that she'll well i guess the qualifying it. question is will they just make it back in time and go right to the event or would they have time to get back maybe do shower. a quick shower <laughs> right. if they wanted to i mean it's it's hiking it's, she's not going to take them on like a right. strenuous crazy thing but yeah um, yeah 360 Vegas Vacation 11 is June 12th through the 14th. Reservations are now available to all listeners. And, and should we be calling it 360 Vegas Vacation Yo 11? I love the idea, but I'm not going to make the effort. Like if we were still making, <laughs> if we were still making T-shirts, absolutely, I, yeah. I, I would do that. It'd make perfect sense. It'd be really funny. Next up is a very fun story. I mean, <laughs> mainly it's the guy, it's the outsider looking in, but tell us about pay for play. This week, a hooker at the Venetian was arrested for attempted murder after a John refused to pay for sex after coitus was complete. Attempting to take her fee, the two wrestled over the John's pants. At some point during the struggle, the hooker pulled out a knife and stabbed the John three times. When police arrived, the hooker was found in the stairwell covered in blood. The John was taken to the hospital and treated for his wounds. In addition to the attempted murder charge, the hooker also faces robbery and battery charges. You got to get paid up front. You got to get paid up front. Well, so so that's the thing. I so the way I read this story because I did read an article about it. This guy met the girl down in the casino floor. Yeah, she's like, "You want company?" And he asked her up, and, she, and he said, "Sure." And so they went ahead and had sex, and then. At the end of it, she asked him to tip her. Mm-hmm. And his reply was, for what? To which point, she got very upset. Yeah. So it's yeah, you one of those things where... Clear. If you're your, a hooker, yeah. you got you to own it. You have to negotiate this stuff. If you're expecting to get paid, that has to be negotiated and paid for usually up front. Especially if you do it after sex. Like, the guy already got what he was looking for. Right. And if you didn't mention it before... Well, no, and that's... To me, the funny thing is, and I think about Vital Vegas with this, is, you know, she asked... Aren't you going to tip me? Well, no. See what you've done, Vito Vegas? You've turned hookers into people who think they deserve a fucking tip. Well, especially if they don't. Especially if they don't, you know, negotiate it up front. That's just it. Cracks me up. I'm like, the the other side of that is, would she ask for a tip? And he's like, for what? Obviously, lady, he didn't think you were worth it. So. I'm just saying, services. I've been like, baby, you already got a big old fat tip, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's when she would stab me in the neck. Right. I don't understand. Treat all of this like it's a contract deal. You get 50% up front and 50% when you're completing with there them. There you go. Mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense to me. Not with hookers, man. 100% up front. Otherwise, you, you do don't get really nothing. have to negotiate right off the bat because otherwise, oh, yeah. once somebody comes, there, you know, everything changes. <laughs> Right there for it. Anyway, <laughs> let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. But before I get started, what's up, Karen? Well, so thanks, Tony. Um, as I was reading through skimming through prop bets, there are a couple of these that I swear I am 95 percent sure we have talked about before. And the guy that actually writes the stories is 100% sure that no, we have not. So <laughs> so I'm just going to put it out there. If anybody's yep. listening and any I'm of I'm going to check previous show notes just to smack fine. you down with okay. it. You can. <laughs> I mean, I just brought this up coming in, you know, coming home from work as I was looking at this. So, you know, he, he hasn't have time to go back. I, I believe there are at least two of these that we have discussed before. Yeah, no. Nope. Maybe with another tad one new detail than we had before, but I'm I'm 95% confident that there's two we've discussed before. If any of the listeners agree with me, 
If any of the <laughs> listeners agree with me, please tweet, email, whatever. Let us know which one you think it is or whether you agree with Mark and that this is all brand new stuff. Yeah. That's all I'm well, asking. You know, what's interesting before we roll into this is uh, some listeners reached out maybe two podcasts ago and also thought that we had reiterated a story or something. And I didn't remember us talking about something that the listeners had thought we had talked about in the past. So I, I did. I, I assure you, there are many times I get stories and I'm like, I swear we reported it. Like, we may have not reported on it, but I'm like, I feel like we did. I'm not going to bother. <laughs> well, no. And the, the, the situation before was we were talking about a guy who was like a recent listener and then, you know, just decided he was coming to Vegas vacation, which I think we had mentioned it wasn't in the show notes. It was more of a casual conversation. And then we got feedback from said listener that we then read on the show. So I think that's why that mm-hmm. one sounded people right. were like, didn't we just talk about this? But that's I, I am convinced there's at least two of these that we have yeah. read on the show before. It's adorable. Well, here's the best part, Karen. You should be blackout drunk every time you podcast, because then when you even listen Way to the better. podcast, it's all brand new. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly with that, I will say a new Dirt Dog restaurant has opened next to the M&M world. Two other locations exist at the Bazaar Shops at Bally's, and the other is in the Neonopolis. Have you ever tried a Dirt Dog? I haven't. Nope. I don't even know what that is. Sounds like a I, mean, I, like like I saw dog, a hot dog and bacon. I'm like, oh, shit. It's, it's from what I've seen, I believe it's hot dogs, but with very unique and fun toppings yeah, on yeah. top of it. Yeah, that's what sounds fun to me. I got to check that out. The name so. is just not the best. Right. Dog. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make me go, ooh, let's try right. that. Ooh, let me sign up for your shitty dogs. TV magician Michael Car- Carbon- Carbonaro? Carbonaro, <laughs> right. Carbonaro? Only with a no? Okay. Uh, he's going to take over Penn & Teller Theater at Rio while the two embark on a road tour this summer. I hate Penn & Teller. Yeah, I think we've covered that. That I know we've covered. Yeah, that we have covered before. (laughs) Tipsy Robot, the robot bartenders in the Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood, are adding a new location at the Venetian. Boy, I would would be interested in checking this place out. Now, I will concede, I don't, even though I will frequent Planet Hollywood proper as the casino, I don't know that I ever really make it into the Miracle Mile shops enough to have checked this place out. Hmm. I don't think this. We yet have to fear losing out on our beloved bartenders no, no, where we're this sitting is at the video poker cute. bar. And from what but I understand, this is just uh, a cute attraction. For yeah, people. it's an attraction. I get it. Yeah, and I believe they do actually have like people bartenders, not just robot. Yeah, because they there. people who give you straws and shit like that. Yeah, yeah they're kind of there help making sure the, the robots don't you know right. get all fucked up or whatever. So. And probably don't rise up. Right. Don't rise <laughs> <Take> up. <over. laughs> Actually, I was I was thinking more that the, the patrons don't decide, hey, let's just hop over this counter and go fuck with these. Sure. Things. Right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Somebody would have thought of that. <laughs> the robots try to rise up. We just unplug them. <laughs> Power down. Don't kill Johnny Five. <laughs> All right. Breezeway. That movie fucked me up as a kid. Holy really? shit. Why? Short Circuit 2 did not oh uh, two was not good no it, it wasn't but are. when they beat the shit out of johnny five and he's like johnny five top bo- power down or something like that and yeah. he dies i'm like no johnny five <laughs> i know that was i sad. was just learning to love <laughs> uh breeze airways a new airline brought to you by the people behind jet blue and west jet will begin service to las vegas in june 
Fares will start at $99 for coach seating first class. <laughs> first class at the first class price of $199. <laughs> you actually get a seat belt on that one. <laughs> 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 you get a seat belt. Maybe your air mask will drop down because <laughs> you're plunging to death. <laughs> So you'll actually be awake and aware of what's happening, that you're about to die. Uh, the air carrier has plans to visit other destinations, but let's be honest, we don't care about them. Yeah, I, Question. Stopped, I stopped reading at that point. Question. Where are the flights yeah. coming from into Vegas? You know, I almost played around with that while I was at work today. And you know what? I didn't have a chance to do it, so I'll do it right now while you guys talk about the next one. Yeah, all right. Okay. Stratosphere has a new topless show in residency at the property. It's called Rouge and describes itself as topless absinthe. Is it Rouge? I thought it was Rogue. I'm pretty sure that's Rouge. Okay. Although now that you look, you say that, it does look like Rogue. Okay, so hold on. So while Tony's looking that up, let me finish reading this. While you're reading the next one, I'm going to look up the pronunciation. <laughs> Uh, it's described as topless absinthe, and it opens at the property on Saturday, April 16th. Absinthe is currently listed as like the number one show in Vegas. Like, I, I feel like we really got to get off our ass. I have had, this. actually, I was having a conversation with somebody at work the other day who told me he, that he's seen it like five or six times. Wow. And, and he said every time the show's different, and he laughs every single time, and he just, he thinks it's, he said it's the best show in yeah, Vegas. We really got to go see that. So I'm ready to report back. Okay. It would appear uh, there are only about eight uh, eight originating cities. Charleston, South Carolina. So I can see Bogan running right out to jump on <laughs> Jet Breeze or whatever yeah, it's called, Breeze. right? Uh, and then Fort Myers, Florida. Hartford, Connecticut. Huntsville, Alabama. Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, there are two out of Virginia, Norfolk and Richmond. And also then... Syracuse, New York. These are some wacky fucking... Yes, they are. Yeah. Well, yes, I'm, I'm imagining the gates are cheap there, so that's I probably bet. why they're doing it. Uh, and I have a follow-up, so Ooh. it is pronounced Rouge. Rouge, okay. Yes, and it's... The the first definition is the noun, which is a red powder or cream used as a cosmetic for coloring the cheeks or lips, but it's also a verb, which means to color with rouge, but whenever you use a word to describe itself, that's just... <laughs> Lazy. Right. So, but no, it's Rouge. All, All right. right. The Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood are about to undergo another renovation to the space, this time with plans to retheme the entire mall, not just half of it, as their last renovation did. The renovations are expected to be complete by spring of 2023. About time. I know, right? It's always been such an awkward thing. I love the Miracle Mile shops. I think it's it's not only the shops well, in there that I Well, now that I'm like. used to it and I know, because it used to be free parking, so we used to walk through it quite a bit because you could park um, at Planet Hollywood right, for free and right. walk through. and um, So I got to know my way around it much better. Right. Uh, I don't, I mean, it's just, it was always so weird when you, it's all like new and and. I don't want to say Art Deco. I don't know what exactly it was going for, but then you I walk like it through much the, better than the desert passage. Oh yeah, I like it much better than forum shops yeah. too. But then you walk through the you know desert passage with still has the <laughs> right. turrets on the where wall they just gave up. The, They're like, we're not spending any more money on this. <laughs> you can see exactly where their budget ran out. You can. Rating the Rock Vault has returned this time with a residency at Rio. The performance venue is under construction to be more purpose-built for the production, and there is no word when the residency will begin. 
Is this a show that's like all the 80s hair bands or yeah. is this? Okay. That would be a fun one. I'm not, I don't disagree. Now that I'm healthy, I'm like, fuck yeah, we should go see some shows. <laughs> Vital Vegas reports that it appears Green Street Kitchen at Palms will be back in operation when the hotel reopens. Palms Hotel and Casino is scheduled to reopen on April 27th. I didn't plan for you to read that one, but I thought you'd get a kick out of it. Oh, I'm excited. I've, I've only ever eaten at Green Street once, but it was fantastic. I've also heard that, um, is it Scotch 80? Uh, oh. Is coming back. Oh. Yeah. Um, the that's only good. one I think that's out is so Mabel's is coming back. Mabel's coming back, but the Sarah's, which was like the, oh, the fancy fresh front no, restaurant in the back, is that? not coming back. Yeah, oh, that's a bummer. So, but I mean, some good, good food options that they're keeping at yeah. Palms, which is exciting. Agreed. Agreed. The bad news is Retro Vegas is going out of business. The good news, Esther's Kitchen is moving into the space. How badass is that? So wait, so Retro retro Vegas, that was like the resale shop, right? That was right on the corner? Yep. Oh, that's a huge space a for Estes. giant space. Good for them. I'm super excited for but them. It, I wonder if it's got like a back patio because their patio dining is something that I agree. That the patio dining been, is pretty awesome. But that's got a, wow, that has Good to like them. triple Good their restaurant space. Well, yeah, it's a phenomenal restaurant. Yeah. And it's always busy. Yep. Former NFL player Emmett Smith Skipped is opening one. a 30,000 square Skipped foot. One. Skipped one. Yep. It's because I really wanted to talk sports ball. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> did you notice how hard it was for me to even get those words out of my mouth? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Former NFL player. <laughs> Vital Vegas reports that BTS is projecting $9 million in merchandise sales alone. From the group's four shows at Allegiant Stadium, four shows and nine million dollars. That's li- a little them, over two million dollars. A, a show. That's good for them. That is phenomenally. I mean, I I can't wrap my head around that. Yeah. It it's last weekend was really interesting just to see how the BTS fans took over Las Vegas. Yeah, they really did. I mean, oh. thankfully was, they weren't like fucking assholes or anything because we don't have anything major to report about fucking tweens freaking out. Yeah, right. I don't know, but I mean, the the all the properties were turning their lights purple because I guess that's a BTS color. I, I don't know, um, but that whole end of the strip was because we were we were North Strip on or because we were at Mirage that Friday and we were mm-hmm. downtown on Saturday so we missed a lot of the yeah, craziness yeah. when the show was going on but the draft's coming up I'm, I'm getting excited oh. about going to check that out I don't know that I want to go anywhere near that are you serious <laughs> how are you going to get there I don't know Uber still how are you going to get there <laughs> I'll walk it's after I be, Uber after I'm, after I'm dropped off it's right be, it'll get me close enough it's going to be crazy I um, it is but, but I, yeah no, the, like I'll, what are the odds that we ever get to experience that again I mean it's Vegas so probably not that not that I, I'm sure it'll happen again in our lifetime I still I want to check it out I think it sounds like fun no I mean it, it does we'll, we'll see I, I'm of two minds of it so we'll see yeah actually I can't that's no it's not next is it next weekend no weekend after next I remember no, it's not next weekend because mom's coming out next weekend. So it's weekend after next. They're building the stage still. Uh, yeah, they're the starting fountains. it now, which yeah. I'm guessing is interrupting the fountain shows. You'd think, yeah. Okay, we digress. 
Former NFL player Emmett Smith is opening a 30,000-square-foot restaurant at the Fashion Show Mall in the spring of 2022. He's running out of fucking time. Spring's almost over. <laughs> its executive chef will be Rainer Schwartz of Top Chef fame. Do you know him? I do not. I was really? going to Google him because I, I was skimming through and saw this, and I'm like, I have no idea who this is. So I, I feel like I'm going to Google him. I'll come back and let you know okay, if I know okay. who he is. Uh, no word on what kind of food will be served at the restaurant. My guess is it's going to be some combination of American Southern because Emmett Smith oh, is yeah, definitely, he's, you right. know, he's a Southern boy and football is kind of an American sports sort of thing. So that's yeah. going to be my guess. But that makes sense. let me look up who this dude is while you guys keep running. Okay. <laughs> Best known for their crappy extended stay motels, the Seagull Group recently purchased 10 acres of strip frontage with plans to build a hotel casino. The space is located just north of Peppermill. I'm down for this, especially if they make it a a boutique hotel. We don't we don't need any we don't need any more gargantuan ones right now. I don't I have no idea what they're planning on doing with the space. Yeah. Busker Zone assignment may be undergoing a redesign after it was discovered that those who were awarded a specific Busker Zone. They were reselling those spaces and they were pocketing the money. Now, see, that is entrepreneurial at its best. I love right. I love capitalism. <laughs> love everything about capitalism. Busker zones were established in 2015 when the city tried to avoid conflict over the premium performance spaces. <laughs> well done. Yes. Well done. See, listen, listen. Homeless people can be enterprising as well. Yes. And frankly, maybe that's what gets it. Socialism doesn't get you out of homelessness. No, no, no. Capitalism. Well, I mean, you know they're enterprising because, I mean, somehow they still, at least the ones around here still end up to find their cigarettes and their alcohol being homeless. So they're, they've got some kind of a hustle running. So boy, I'll tell you what, I I will give a, a buck. I know I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't support it. Yes, you definitely shouldn't. But. I will give a buck or two anytime I see some really classy uh, signs. Like Anything clever. <laughs> exactly. If it makes me, if it makes me chuckle, you're going to get a couple of bucks out of me. I will support that. I, I love, I love sarcasm and cynicism all over the place. That's fair. Okay. So this chef, um, I don't believe he was ever a contestant on top chef. My guess is he might've been a judge, um, but I have no idea who he is. Hmm. Uh, and even his bio mentions nothing about being a contestant. Um, huh. But it also, I think it looks like he's with Santa Monica Seafood, which is actually a very well-known um, seafood provi- um, provider. Yes. Provi- provider? Is that right? I don't know. They, they sell seafood and the very good, <laughs> high-quality seafood. Okay. Um, <laughs> Provider's not the right word, and I can't think of what the right word is. Anyway. Me fail English? That's impossible. <laughs> Trust me, not very possible. <laughs> All right, I'm done. All right, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions brought to you by Vegas.com is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, Joe Rogan is performing at MGM Grand Friday, July 1st. Show start at 8 show start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $61. 
Chris Tucker is performing at The Wind Friday and Saturday, July 8th and 9th. Show start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 108 bucks. Jimmy Yang of Silicon Valley fame is performing at the Mirage Friday and Saturday, July 8th and 9th. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at an undisclosed amount. What? Who? Who? Who is Jimmy Yang of Silicon Valley? I just explained that he was from. He he he's a character on Silicon Valley. So when I first read this, Tony, I thought, wait, somebody that was famous in Silicon Valley in Silicon Valley is doing a comedy show. Like it didn't make sense to me either, and then it occurred to me. Yeah, to me as a Silicon Valley fan. Yeah, never show. Never watched it. Yeah, it clicks. Okay, I, I see that. Pitbull is performing at Zappos Theater. Wow, what is happening with my inflections? Emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> so Pitbull is performing at Zappos Theater in the Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood Friday and Saturday, September 16th and 17th. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $79. Don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. And this week, we have a 360 FHE. Now, this is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. This week, you went out and explored Binion's Steakhouse, so tell us about your first-hand experience. What was your, like, first of all, the view was awesome. It was really cool. So great. We got great seats. But what do you we think were of the food? we were seated uh, we were seated. Oh man, you are killing it, Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Pot calling the kettle black here a little bit, all right? <laughs> That's why he's so able to respond to it. Like, yeah, I know you just did. <laughs> he recognizes, right? <laughs> we, yeah. Um, I, the the where we were seated was on the. What's the road that runs between the Fremont and Binions? Okay, whatever the road is that runs between the Fremont and Binions, we were seated there, so we weren't right up on Fremont. Um, we were kind of set back, but it was still, you know, uh, an amazing view. Um, we got a kick. We got to see a bicycle gang, you know, kind of ride oh, by. Oh, that's right. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, which are, I think, uh, you know, because we were there with um, our dear, dear friends, Brian and Tanya and Mike and Lene because they were all in town, and they, I think, were unfamiliar with the bicycle gangs of Vegas. Um, we had to explain what they were. <laughs> we did, we did, and they're they're so much fun to see, and they just make me smile yeah, when oh I yeah. see them. Yep. They're just, you know, a fun It's like being in an airport watching somebody getting drunk and fired up because they're on their way to Vegas. It just makes me smile. I can't help it. Okay, well, it's, it's a little bit safer. I don't I don't think they're drinking and biking, but maybe they are. True, I don't know. true. But. Um, but, yeah, so we got to see one of those walk past, and just looking at different, you know, looking out over the, the downtown Grand's pool area thinking, you know, we should really hang out there sometime. And uh, just just different areas of that, the, the views of the city. Um, plus, before that, we had had drinks at the Legacy Club, so we kind of had a compare and contrast of the two views, mm, which yes. was a lot of fun. Um, the wait staff was fantastic. Mm-hmm. They were... I mean, they before like when we walked in, I think they knew a party of six, and they're like, "Oh, reservation under Brian." Like they, we didn't even have to give them our name, right? Um, and it wasn't like they weren't busy; they had plenty of people there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. They were a lot of fun. The staff was great. The food, 
for the most part, was fantastic. Okay. Um, they my kill- steak was fucking scorched. They killed my steak. Yeah, they ki- Yeah, they. Yeah. they uh, I said, uh, 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 "Well done," and they were like, "Fuck off." You didn't say well done. <laughs> we'll you, show said, you, you said you medium well. Medium well, whatever. They were like, "You, yeah, you want medium well? Fucking deal with this, dude." Yeah, it was. It was mine. Again, was and I got a, I got a ribeye. I got a ribeye this time, which I don't normally do. And yeah, it was charred um, and overdone on the inside. But the sides were fantastic. Everyone else really enjoyed their yeah. steaks, their food. Um, the company was outstanding. I got the the bone marrow appetizer, which was so. Oh, good. and you got a couple of people to try that. I did. Yep, and they all liked it. Now this one was. This was a little bit of a different appetizer because this one came with bacon and caramelized onions on top of it as well. So in addition to like the scoop of the bone marrow, then you got the onions and the bacon on top, which anything is going to be better with bacon on it. Always, yeah. Um, but I think it was a a good gateway. That might be a, my way to describe it. If you want a, a gateway into bone marrow, the one at, at Top of Binions is a, a great place to start. <laughs> but the salads were great. Um, like I said, the, the side, well, my risotto wasn't that good. Um, oh, that's right. Know. I forgot about that. But they were attentive. The drinks kept coming. Um, you know, it was it was a great time. We had a blast. Are there any other FHEs that we need to report on? I feel like we did a lot of things that we're not talking about. Well, so so Friday night, we, we went to dinner at Stack. Yes, I remember that. Right. Which we've talked about before. And then Saturday was the Legacy Club and Binions. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, gambling. Uh, Sunday, we had brunch at... A place called the Broken Yoke, which is so good. Um, it's in uh, the town square, mm-hmm. which is just south, south of the strip. Mandalay, yeah. Uh, everybody else loved their stuff. I did not like my. I did not have a good go around at food the first part of this trip. I, I was in love with it. I got like a omelet with uh, chorizo and, and jalapenos, jalapenos and, and like, cheese. Yeah, oh, good. yum. Yeah. Well, and they're known for their Benedicts. They have uh, some oh, very they? unique Benedicts okay. um, and you can mix and match. So you can get, you know, most Benedicts come two on a plate. Well, you can get two different type of Benedicts on the plate. Oh, that's amazing. That's cool. Yeah. Because my problem is I always want everything on the menu. Yeah. Right. Um, I will tell you that, you know, they don't do reservations, so it's okay. kind of a call-ahead seating, and there there was a line out the door. super packed all Although, the time. it was cute, because it was actually, it was cold um, I on Sunday that. morning. That's right. And they were serving uh, free hot coffee yeah, for those Mike waiting outside. Yeah, hanging out outside while the rest of us were huddling inside. Well, he also didn't think it was cold. I mean, he's from Minnesota, so he yeah. was like, yeah. this isn't cold, and you and I are like, no, this is freezing. I know, right? I didn't <laughs> move to this fucking place for this kind of weather. It was, the, the, the temperatures were low, and the wind was, was crazy. Brutal, yeah. Um, because that was the day before the uh, massive sta- sandstorm we had blow yeah. through here on Monday. Yeah. Um, but then Monday night, uh, but then you yeah you hung out with them all day, uh, and had Mai Tais someplace. Mai Tais, yeah. Mai tai. uh, oh shit, where do we have Mai Tais at? It wasn't it's not Tommy Bahamas. It is Tommy Bahamas. But no, it's his other. It's, it's owned by the same company, the but it's a different brand name now. I forget what it is, but no, yeah, it's it associated. Was Tommy Bahamas. It's, they were telling me it's a different name for the bar right, now. whatever. But, um, so yeah, you d- you hung out with them on Sunday, and then on Monday, um, I went back to Lotus of Siam with them for another Karen's amazing... Karen's everybody into going to Lotus I'm not duping. They asked me to go. <laughs> Just kidding. And it, I mean, they, they said that they were grateful that I had eaten there before and had some clue on which way to direct them, but we had another just amazing meal. It was fantastic. Uh, so yeah, so that was, and then they, 
I think I, I well, we had one drink at, at Bound afterwards, and then I had to head home. Yeah. I had, it was a school night for me. It's a school but, night. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess the craziest thing news-wise was just, the again, the sandstorm here on Monday. Broken yolks. Boy, oh, boy, so those good. images that oh, people so have been good. tweeting out. It was, I mean, number one, the winds were crazy. But then number two, like, what? because I... My office, I'm in an, an underground parking garage, right? So I went right from the parking garage and then drove down to pick them up and go to dinner. And as I'm dr- driving, everything, it looks like there's a yellow fog. You can't see the mountains. You can't Days. see anything. I mean, it was just, the sky was just yellow. And as I'm driving, like, I could smell the dirt yeah, in the air. Even being in the car. We saw a, oh, you know what? Remember, we saw a dust devil at uh, when we were at the Lexi Club. Yeah, because like the, the winds the winds coming. were starting up the night before. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just and there's you know pictures of I think they knocked one of the L's out of the ballet sign. That's right. The Mirage <laughs> sign I think got shredded. Uh, although they might have just used that as an excuse to replace the love banner because now it's um, some random. No, she's not random. She's an American Got Talent winner. She's a super okay, talented. So, so random. Lacey, Lacey, uh, Darcy Lynn. It's like they got rid of one uh, fucking puppet. Uh, oh, I love Darcy Lynn. She's the best. it with another one. I would go see her. Yeah, I, 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 I think she's adorable. Um, but yeah, that <laughs> sign got shredded. I mean, there was a lot that just, um, again, more pictures of, you know, trampolines and trees and this kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. it was a crazy, crazy weather day. Yeah. Sorry. Wild. That's really a tangent for... No, no, no. It's, <laughs> you, you actually, I, I made a little note here. Uh, is this a, first of all, well, let me cut straight to the chase. You mentioned Bound again. Count drinks yet? Do we know? We were still hanging out. Still, okay. Yeah, just, just right. drinking and talking, so. All right. I just, I want to hope against hope that uh, that they're that they're comping, but I, I for some reason I really think that folks on Twitter have said at this point that that's a, that's, that's One a of these days we'll, we'll check it out for you, Tony, and I'll let you know. Please, please, I need to know. I don't know why. I don't, I'm probably not even going to walk into it in June for uh, Vegas vacation. All right, let's move into listener feedback. Uh, first of all, we have a PayPal donation from our friend Christopher Sontag. And Christopher writes, Carmen donation for 16 of us staying five nights at MGM Grand for my bachelor party. Holy Oof. shit, dude. 16 people to wrangle. Yeah. We know that's yeah. not fun. That can be a challenge. It is fun, yeah. Yeah, but it is a challenge. <laughs> it's a lot of cat hurting, I bet. It is. I don't know. There's 16 of you for five nights. I My attitude would be, we'll see you when we see you, and we'll hang out. And it, the beauty of texting is you can be like, hey, I'm here. Right. Well, Do and, you and, want to be here, too? And Christopher, you know, the, the best part about it is with the PayPal donation, it is guaranteed to pay off 100% of the time. <laughs> so you are guaranteed a good time in Vegas. We have a we have a secondary one that came in late. Literally came in just before we were starting the show. Another karma donation from Douglas Schreiber. It says karma donation for my trip coming up next week. Thanks for the awesome content. Paul Schreiber. Oh, at Paul, Ducky right. DPS. All right. Nice. Thank you. 100% of the time. <laughs> So, All right, let's roll into wait. a very good friend of the show. Oh, he, uh, wait, he's wait, quite wait, active on else. Twitter. Wait, wait, uh, wait, just relax. Wait, wait. You just slow it down for a second. <laughs> well, no. So here's the thing. <laughs> I have got to like gird my loins and buckle up here because I have got a lot of reading to do. And I really feel like I need another a fresh beverage, which of I, don't, I didn't do. bring one up. So 
Can you guys like riff for a minute and I'll run no, down? No, we can't and riff, Karen. Just go get your goddamn drink. We'll have no how to say we'll we sit here in silence. No, we're just in a dead air with the casino ambiance going in the yeah. background. Hear the crickets <laughs> in Jeopardy music. <laughs> no, it, that's too cliche. I like the idea of it just being dead air with nothing but the fucking casino sign. <laughs> Fine. Well, I'm gonna go get my bottle of bourbon, then I'll be right, right back. Boom. Seriously, Tony, we got to get you here, like you and Jen here, because it, it's <laughs> now that I'm healthy, I'm like, holy fucking shit, I live in Vegas, let's do shit. <laughs> right? God, I couldn't even imagine what sort of a mess we would be every fucking night. So good. It'd be legendary. They'd write, they'd, write, they'd sing songs about it, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Zach DeGroat. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he DM'd me earlier this week. He said, Tony, between your Captain Planet references a few months back and Alton Brown reference you made on the show this week, I owe you a drink if I ever run into you in person. I said, thanks, Zach. I'll take that free drink. He said, just don't make a Power Reference, Power Ranger reference. I can't handle I can't afford a whole bottle. And I told him, I said, I mean, the upside is I was way too old for the Power Rangers by the time uh, right. they were popular. Okay, I'm back. Yay, there she is. There I am. I'm here. What? Sorry, that's a Mulan reference, which yeah. I don't know if you're going to get. Nope. <clears throat> All right, lead me in, Tony. So let's uh, read an email that we got from uh, Josh W. Uh, he is a really, really good friend of the show. He's quite um, interactive with us on on Twitter. So I hope everyone will will give him a follow. He sent an email titled "A Show Review" and maybe more. There's definitely more. I'm not going <laughs> to spoil alert. There is definitely spoiler more. Spoiler alert. That's the reason I needed a <laughs> refill. All right, Josh writes: Mark, Karen, and T Bone. Hey crew, I just got back from a trip to Vegas and was listening to episode 394 and felt compelled to write in and share some recent Vegas experiences. Nice. Mark and Karen were telling Tony that he really needed to see the Beatles, love, very much agreed by the way, and explaining how it could benefit the podcast. It was like a light bulb went off in my head. Show reviews. I have shows to review. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen a ridiculous number of Vegas shows over the years. Fuck yeah, you need to be reviewing this with us. Hell yeah. See, Mrs. J-Dubs and I have a tactic understanding. If I take her out for, for dinner and a show just about every evening when we're in Vegas, then I can pretty much do whatever I want during the day. She gets a night out in the town, and I get to be a degenerate gambler during the day. I hope he gets laid because of it. <laughs> the result is I have seen... That's how I thought that sentence was going to end. Yes, I'm like, oh, exactly. dear, dear penthouse. Dear 360 penthouse. It's shocking how, how motivational think, sex is. I think that depends on the state that he's in when he shows up for dinner. After well, a day of sure, degenerate yeah, gambling. I'm sure you're right. Like, there's like a... You, you've always got to be vigilant about whiskey dick. <laughs> exactly right. It's a fine line. The result is I have seen a lot of shows in Vegas. I've seen shirk shows. I've seen topless shows. I've seen comedy shows. I've seen magic shows. So with your permission, I'd like to offer up the occasional show review and provide something I don't think is available anywhere. Fuck yeah. No, oh, look, we're, now we're going to have a regular contributor. Right. Today, I'll be reviewing Potted Potter. Oh, fuck. This is one we want to see. It is. If for no other reason than I've seen it twice in the last four months, and so it is fresh in my brain. The wife and I saw it first back in December. Then I took the kids to see it at the end of March. (laughs) 
And aside, yes, I took my kids to Vegas. I know this is a contentious subject. I've only done it twice in three years, and we definitely don't treat a family Vegas trip like a couple's Vegas trip. See, and that's really what it is. That's the complaint. Don't keep these kids out till fucking 1 a.m. Right. We don't gamble or stay out all night. We hardly drink during these trips because my seven-year-old is, a, is an obnoxious drunk. <laughs> <laughs> And awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Mark didn't read this ahead of time, so that was a shocker for him. <laughs> and we slapped his mom on the ass. Give <laughs> him <on> my bottle. <laughs> I don't care yeah. if I'm seven. Whip that tit out, mom. I'm hungry. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry that might be too much. Wow! Uh, <laughs> wow! I couldn't help it. Line, Karen. <laughs> Yeah, I just kicked dirt all over that line. <laughs> and he says, we never go downtown. We work hard to, quote, Vegas responsibly when the kids are there. Mm-hmm. This laps, last trip included things like the Pinball Hall of Fame and the Secret Garden at Mirage. You think, I've said it before. Like, kids kids can. There is a place for kids in Vegas. Oh, yeah. You just have to be responsible fucking just, parents. Just not after 10, 10 p.m. at night. Agreed, yes. Uh, where is it? Actually, the Mirage is what prompted this family trip. I wanted my kids to stay at the Mirage and see the volcano before it's gone. Oh, so please, wow. no judgment. J-Dubs. Oh, my God. I love you. <laughs> he just tugged at the heartstrings. Yes, there, he did. He? Anyway, I had already seen Potted Potter before, and my two older kids, 7-Eleven, absolutely devour the books and are Harry Potter mega fans. So I knew this would be a good fit. Potted Potter is in a small venue called the Magic Attic at Bally's. It's a two-man show with a kind of odd couple dynamic. There's a straight man and the not-so-bright guy, and they're going to go through all, uh, go through quote all seven books in seventy minutes. Oof. The result is a very funny show that works for super fans as well as those who only know Harry Potter by name. Nice. If you're already questioning my choices since I brought my kids to Vegas, you might be wondering how appropriate the show is for children. If memory serves, there was a joke that referenced Fifty Shades of Grey and another that referenced Thunder from Down Under. Your children won't get those jokes unless they already know what those things are. And if they already know what those things are, then that ship has sailed. (laughs) I really like the way he writes. Uh, So do I. (laughs) He continues. Now, don't get me wrong. I love me some raunchy humor. You'll learn this if Mark lets me provide more show reviews and I get to Absinthe or the Atomic Saloon show. Nice, nice, yeah. That being said, Potted Potter doesn't suffer for its lack of reviews and I get to Absinthe or the Atomic show. Wait. Yeah. Did I say that right? the same sentence. That being said, Potted Potter doesn't lack, lack, doesn't suffer for its lack of reviews and I get to Absinthe or the Atomic Saloon show. Where are you getting the reviews from? Yeah, I don't know where you're saying that. Yeah, it says Potter Potter suffers uh, for... Oh, I'm skipping back up a line. Hold on. This is very... There's a lot of words here and I'm trying to jump back and forth, guys. (laughs) I I was going back to the beginning of that line. That's why it made more sense. Got it. Potted Potter doesn't suffer for its lack of more adult laughs. I still found myself laughing hard enough that sometimes I miss the next next joke. There was even some good. timely ad-libbing, like a Will Smith joke within a week of the Oscar Smackdown oh, incident. Oh, that's yes. <laughs> Listeners from across the pond might be aware of the original version of the show, which was created by Daniel Clarkston and Jefferson Turner. It should come as no surprise, but still be mentioned, that Dan and Jeff are not in this show. The Vegas version stars Nicholas Charles and James Edwards. By the way, why do these two guys have first four names? 
<laughs> Nicholas Charles, James Edwards. Right. Yeah. They do an excellent job with the material, and some of the best moments are when one of them starts to break a little and laugh at something the other did. That's always good when somebody... That's what I love about special features on movies is when people flood their up. lines and they crack yeah. each other up. It's clear that these two love performing together. A few words about the venue. Potted Potter is in the, quote, magic attic at Bally's, soon to be the horseshoe. It's a small space on the second floor towards the Jubilee Tower. Mm-hmm. There's li- a limited bar serving drinks in the entry, and seating is limited to an audience of less than 100. Wow, that is tiny. Yeah. The seats are the portable variety, like forward, folding chairs and stools with backs. <laughs> Not super comfortable, but it's fine for 70 minutes, and they do have you stand up and stretch your legs for a minute in the middle of the show. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> kind of them. That's awesome. If you're looking for a funny show on a relatively low budget, Potted Potter is a great option. You don't need to be super familiar with the material to enjoy yourself. My seven-year-old was worried about spoilers because he's only read the first five books. <laughs> Seven years old and he's read the yeah. first five? Right? That's wow. awesome. I'm that's so 44 awesome. years old and I haven't read five books nice. cumulatively. So that's, <laughs> that is... Well, you read enough studying through law school that I think you kind of got burned out a little bit. I, I, no, no, no. I'm talking total. I just used the cliff notes. <laughs> that explains so much, I got, I got my law degree from La Law. Oh, wait, sorry. L.A. Law. Sorry. I'm always confused. But, but it seemed as though the further the performers got into the series, the less time they actually, actually spent on the plot. That's you cool. shouldn't go see this show if you're looking for a Cliff Snoke take on Harry Potter. Sorry, Tony. I guess Sorry, that Tony. means you're out. Oh. You should go see this show if you want to see two performers attempting to tell a ridiculously overambitious story with too little time, too little money, and too few performers. <laughs> and, of course, failing spectacularly and hilariously. Gotcha. Potted awesome. Potter plays at Bally's and is dark on Wednesdays. Performances are at 2 p.m. and 8 p.m. And Check t- this fucking shit out. I know, right? <laughs> Tickets are available at Vegas.com, and you should definitely go to 360Vegas.com and click on the Vegas.com banner to purchase your tickets. Buddy, you need to fucking introduce yourself in the next there. time you come to Vegas. Oh, no shit, man. For fuck's sake, that's brilliant. <laughs> he wraps up here and says... That's all I have for today. If you and your listeners enjoyed, I would be happy to write it again in a few weeks with another show review. I would be happy for you to do that. Thanks for all you do to keep Vegas in my heart between trips. I'm dying to make it out for a Vegas vacation. I know that one of the days the stars will align and we'll make it happen. Until next time, Josh W., who is at Vegas J Dubs on Seriously, Twitter. you got to, Vegas J Dubs, you totally got to fucking come to a Vegas vacation. Like, if you think it's been fun now, you know, just going to Vegas on your own or with a couple of buddies, like we're, we're just built in awesome. Or even people. next time you come out with the wife or the family, fuck yeah, give us a heads up. We can Mark can behave himself for a little bit around the kids. I'm just saying, not very long, but <laughs> not, for a little not bit. long. Yeah, but they're old That's enough awesome. now; they'll know when you're picking on them, which is kind of the age. I'm that not you really like. going to pick on them. It's just when I swear while I'm talking to them. <laughs> well, okay, so maybe not when you're out with the kids. <laughs> well, that was that was very cool, and ironically enough. While we have been reading Josh's email, uh, he tweeted us oh. and he, he said, he said to me, and he took a picture of a, of a t-shirt that he got that says, uh, the t-shirt says bourbon goes in wisdom comes out. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, Tony, this is a gift from Mrs. J dubs, but it makes me think of you when you're perfectly soused while recording. And the result is just little asterisks. 
chef's kiss. All right. So <laughs> this, this fucking guy better fucking reach yeah, out this, to us the next time he comes to town because I'm aching to eat meat. He didn't, he didn't tag us in that tweet. I, I want to see that one now. It's better retweet that one, Tony, because that's I did. That's classic. We need to get you that shirt. Fuck yes. That's awesome. I love it. All right, listen. Uh, the next one is another really good friend of the show. So much so I have been emailing with with spence about uh video poker nice. um he had had some questions about and he actually circled back to, well let me rephrase he gave us and karen you may remember this he gave us an email and had made mention about wanting to know a little bit about video poker and yep. you had said on the podcast you know this might make for good content um well, i don't know his, that it necessarily that was his would make suggestion good, yeah and i had to yeah. translate what he meant um yeah so yes but i i have been having email conversations ever since that because i nice. i told him to reach out to me and, and dm me and then when he dm'd me i got his email and we've just been emailing back and forth so um this, this kid's a like i say kid this guy's a uh, really Johnny on the spot with some of these things that he's been doing. So let's talk about his email. We got an email from Spencer in Lou. Yes. So Spencer writes, dear Mark, Karen and Tony, first things first, one vote here for the Beatles. Yes. <laughs> their impact and catalog justify their stature. Yes. You're going to be so outvoted on this, Tony. I know. One vote as well for the Instapot, but oh. certain, <laughs> certainly acknowledge it's not the killer app of the kitchen. Very true. Happy to debate either after a cocktail or two <laughs> at, at 360 Vegas Vacation 11. Well, look, look, we have an icebreaker. We don't even have to worry what we're going to talk hell about. Yes. We already have a built-in conversation. Hat tip to Tony for helping me get started down the path of video poker proficiency. Nice. Now, on to business. Recently back from a late February trip to the Rock and Roll Half Marathon, of which I ran with my brother and a buddy of ours. Our significant others came to spectate, so our party this trip was six in total. Three topics. Number one, the race. I'm five foot seven and 220-ish, and a runner by no means, which goes to show I'll do just about anything to justify a trip to Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) My running mates, well, hey, if you're going to run a half marathon. I think I'm only about an inch taller than you, buddy, and I'm still carrying the same weight. (laughs) My running mates were a bit more seasoned, so they were able to give me a little context and perspective as well. For those that have had considered training for a race as a bucket list item, I would recommend it, be it in Vegas or elsewhere. Running on the strip is really neat, but less of the track has the high energy vibe that might be expected from a quick glance around the route map. The race entertainment is prevalent, but it is focused on the strip area where most of the spectators are. The race course between the Stratton downtown and back is not particularly nice, but we never felt unsafe at any point. (laughs) Water stations and bathroom access are good. Race traffic is heavy, and the track actually grades uphill for the first few miles, so this is probably not the race to try and set a personal best. (laughs) Finally, a thank you to any spectators or supporters that may be listening. All the people cheering was actually pretty cool. I bet. That's cool. So, quick point on this. I've uh, been a spectator. Uh, when it was a oh, full that's marathon. Right, Christina, yeah. Yep, because our, our dear friend at Raising Las Vegas, you know, marathon monster on on uh, Twitter, um, you know, was running the race and so went down to cheer her on. And being the spectator was very cool. I have never seen more runners in costumes. They all had like tutus and all kinds of crazy things going on. Um, but I think, and I think this was the first year that they did not do a full marathon as one of the options. I believe they did a 5K, a 10K, and a half, um, of which Christina was absolutely crushed and disappointed by that. 
because I think she normally... I need to run more, people. I need to run more. Oh, she would run at least two events. If I'm not mistaken, she would do like the, the 5K, the half, and then the full. I'm not she, surprised. She's, she's, she's kind of a... Overachiever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, part of the reason why they cut out the full is they said that, you know, they couldn't guarantee the best experience during the entire course because... You know, there's the strip, but then there's a lot of other areas you got to run to make that full 26 miles. So, but congratulations on completing your first race there, Spencer. Pretty impressive. Number two, the Mirage. Our party stayed here for one last hurrah at what's probably my overall favorite Vegas property. Goddamn, seriously, we have to hang out. (laughs) A few notes from the group. The basic rooms on floor seven were surprisingly nice and vibrant. The penthouse one bedroom on floor 27 was very dated. The upgrade Hmm. cost at check-in for the penthouse was half the cost we were quoted over the phone earlier in the day. Earlier in the day. Wow. That's kind of scary. Yeah. Well, they obviously just wanted some bodies in there. At at that point, if someone's willing to take that kind of an upgrade, they'll, if it's not already booked, they'll take it cheaper. Agreed. Recommend the spa. Great treatments at prices below similar resorts. The med spa IV treatments are expensive and do not grant regular spa access, but a positive experience. So, Mark, I think this is like the Revive experience that you I love Revive. About. I'm guessing it's kind of I'm the same thing. I'm a huge, huge fan of Revive. I fully expect to use it for Vegas Vacation 11. We had no trouble getting resorts fees waived at for gold status with MGM by asking at the front desk. Nice. That's a good tip to know. Yeah. High marks for the seafood tower at Heritage Steak. We've never had that, haven't we? We have not. I don't know that you would eat half the seafood that's on the tower. uh, Yeah, you're probably right. And normally the tower, you need at least four people, more like six, to kind of tackle one of those. Yeah, I agree. Table game availability was good, but no discounts from street minimums now. The volcano only runs a few times per day now, I think hourly at 9, 10, and 11. sadly. It's certainly possible to never see this show if not making it a priority. It's true. It's true. Number three, Circa Cabana. We got an upper cabana at Circa to celebrate the day after the race. Much has been shared about Stadium Swim, but a few items that may be new. When initially booking, our minimum spend was $1,000 for the full day on Monday. But a week or two out, we canceled and rebooked for 400 There you go. Oh. There you go. Pricing is very dynamic, so due diligence here can pay off, literally. That's a great fucking Fuck tip. Yeah, because uh, we've been talking about doing that for the NFL season. We get enough people to, to join us. We'll get a cabana and stadium swim. That's good to know. Yeah. That said, cancellation windows are longer than for refundable hotel rooms. Keep this in mind if your plans are iffy. The entire lower section was closed the day we went, but the vibe was 100% intact. So don't let a low traffic day dissuade you. So think about if it was a Monday, they probably just wanted to keep their servers focused in an area. Yeah. So they closed off the lower section and just kept the upper section open. Give give those in the cabana feeling a little bit more exclusivity, not be so close to the riffraff down on the main (laughs) level. Really, the only impact for us was that the small table game area down low was closed and we needed a security escort to walk us down to use the sports betting machines. <laughs> that seems excessive. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Right? <laughs> Service staff was very good and there were no unexpected charges to our bill. Kudos, Circa, on scrupulous business practices. Agreed. I actually have to say, I saw um, our friend Han that was out. 
Um, we had fun with Han. The, we did, but he he posted a, a tweet today. The ding. The Chinese, the Asian place that he ate at Aria, that we were talking about, had the soup dumplings and all that kind yeah, of. Yeah. I can never remember the name, or I won't say it right. The Yellowtail. No, it's like yeah. Ding Ding Tang, yeah, something. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but he got his bill, and they adjusted the tip that he left up by three dollars. Whoa! Oh, even, even though he had already tipped at twenty percent. That's fucked up. Yeah. God damn! Wow. So much. That's the one thing that I, I can I can encourage all of you to do that enjoy this show. Don't let these people fuck you over because I, I, I'm one of those people that. You get the bill, and I'm like, I'm just going to pay it. I don't care. You can't nowadays. You yeah. have to fucking look at it yep. to figure out what these people are doing to yep. you. Well, this was after the fact. So however it, however it got booked to his account, the tip was $3 more than what he that had written so down. That is so fucked up. And so I don't know, I don't know how he's going to follow through with it, but it was one of those things where I want to share it because yeah. anytime something like this happens, and maybe it was just one shitty server that's trying to slide something through, I don't know. Um, chances are, if they did it once, they've done it multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Which really and how much money are they making three bucks at a time where people right. no doubt have absolutely no recollection and, of how much they actually left? And he tipped 20% on top of it. That's yeah. And then they, they upped it another three bucks. So I just share that because I'm super disappointed. Number one, his his review of the, of the soup dumplings um, was that they're not as authentic, which kind of crushed me because I really liked them. Okay. But then... Um, now that you know this tipping thing comes through, um, yeah, not. Uh, I think Scott's being a bit of a zealot when it comes to uh, tipping. Well, that has nothing to do with Scott. It's the fact that the restaurant. I know. I just wanted tip. to say Scott's a zealot. <laughs> but there. So, so in all fairness, I love you, Scott. <laughs> and I know we're going on a sidetrack tangent here. In all fairness, in general, a lot of what Scott's been focusing on tipping, especially for the people that have mega bucks. Like, right? These rich celebrities that are, aren't watch, tipping yeah. and they're stiffing people and all this. That's bullshit. Call that out. Yeah. Um, the, the one thing that I took a slight issue to was when he tweeted about people at the BTS concert at Allegiant weren't tipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and my only counterpoint to that is to say, if I am at a stadium and I have to get up and go stand in line for half an hour at the concession stand to get a $15 beer, mm-hmm. I'm not tipping. No, no, absolutely now, not. If I am in the, like the club level where there's a server coming right. around yep. and bringing, yep. you sure. know, getting my drinks and getting my food, damn right. I'm going to tip. Yeah, yeah. And I will then still take the $15 beer and I will tip on top of it for their time and effort. Yep. So sure. that's my only clarification. Yeah. People who just pour, yeah. don't get tipped. No, when you stand and literally you're 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 going one step one way, one step the other way to pour a beer, hand it to me, take my money, I'm not tipping you for yeah. that. Yeah, dude, I could do that if that's what it boils down to. It just whip those around and yeah. then I'll just throw <laughs> let me jump back there. Yeah, right? let, me, let me take care of this for you. So anyway, and by the way, Karen, it apparently I found his tweet. It's Ding Tai Fung at okay. Aria. Oh, See, there you he go. says, "Hmm, you boosted my tipped." To yourself by three dollars, even if I tipped over twenty percent. What's that about, fellas? Another str- and this is this is the best line because here's how he got his three dollars back. He says, Ooh. "Another small strike against your middle America catering iteration in Vegas." <laughs> wow! Oh, yeah. he just called this restaurant a middle America catering nice. joint. Well, Ouch. That, was, that was part of the conversation that that we had at dinner with him. Uh, and sorry, Spence, I swear we'll get back to your message here in a minute. Um, it, he was talking about how especially a lot of the Asian foods are 
in Vegas specifically are much more homogenized. Really? Homo- yeah. Homogenized. You know what I mean. I wouldn't have thought that in Vegas. Because it, there's so many um, different people coming in. And now I think if you went to a, like Morimoto, my guess is it's not. You know, he's he does Japanese cuisine. That's what he does. So I think there's a few places with a few top, not chefs, that are very authentic. But this place, this location, actually, they originated out in L.A., and this is a second location for them. Um, but, no, he mentioned that it versus, like, the little, like, I don't know, Chinatowns or whatever in New York and L.A. and some of those smaller things is they tend to, they, they tend to kind of make the food a little more... American friendly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was his initial. They do not do that at Alotus Siam because I was looking for no, anything. They don't. And it, there's literally nothing that those fuckers could do to accommodate no. me. It will even. Uh, okay, another funny story. So like the day of, you could tell Mark really wanted to hang out with the group, right? Yeah, I really so did. <laughs> he texted me. He's like, "Hey, they have chicken wings on the menu. Did you think I'd like those?" And I'm like, "I don't. I've never had them. I don't know." And he was like, oh, okay. I'm like, why don't you look on Yelp or Google or something for a picture of these? And that'll tell you. And he came back. He's like, no, those are too fancy. That's not going to happen. <laughs> and, and it was funny because the, the group at dinner was like, okay, no, we'll make it our mission. We'll find something that Mark can come back here and eat. And the, the consensus across the group was, yeah, Mark is never coming here to eat. <laughs> it's, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> so... All right, let's get back to Spence here. Um, after his kudos to circo, um, scrupulous business practices, he writes, the cabanas have both AC and a heater, so nice. a great call if the weather is an issue in either direction. Nice. That is good to know. Our biggest gripe with the cabana is that they only have two dedicated lounge chairs for what could be up to 10 people. Mm. We ultimately reserved an adjacent daybed for an additional spend of 200 but on busy or expensive days, this might not always be an option. Yeah. Finally, and most importantly, a booze report. Mm. Beers for us were $195 a case Jeez. or six for 50 bucks. Where the fuck did you get your beer from? Is this at the cabana? This is at the cabana. Okay, okay, at the cabana. I, I got it now. Yeah. He's still talking about the cabana. Sorry, Sorry. You know, we went on a little sidetrack there. Yeah. But the beers were 16-ounce tall boys and nice. included imports as in uh, Coronas. Still, but the fact that they're tall boys and you're drinking beer out of a can for 50 bucks a Yeah, I don't like drinking beer out of a can, but I I don't mind it being the vessel that my beer is in. Then I I would need a cup. I'm not drinking out of that thing. (laughs) Because you're fancy. I'm fancy. (laughs) This could have changed. I'm so fancy. (laughs) Wow, you're busted out Iggy Azalea? Yeah, I was. Impressed. This could have changed per the recent March Madness report, but it may be worth a call ahead as 16 versus 12 ounce is eight additional drinks. Mm. We found single, 32 ounce, I think, frozen drinks to be cheaper than the pitchers. We got chips and salsa, but no other food as we had other supper plans. But the point I'd conclude with is this. For all the sticker shock, it was all our value-conscious group of six could do to drink close to the 600 worth of minimum. You can do it, man. You can do it. <laughs> you know how they get you to that minimum? Have faith in yourself. Do, do Legacy Club cocktails. You'll get to that 600 bucks really fucking <laughs> right? quick. Right. <laughs> Thanks for the podcast. Looking forward to Vegas vacation. Spence in lieu. Oh, fuck yeah. He's coming to Vegas vacation. Yeah, that's P- exciting. P.S. Keep an eye on, quote, charge it as a long shot Kentucky Derby pick. Oh, well, thank you for the for the tipster there. Yeah. Right? 
Well, that was that was very cool. That was super fun. And um, I, these, listen, I, I don't know. I hope folks feel like they that we are approachable people that you can DM with us or or email with us or whatnot. We're I think these emails are so much fun to get to read and talk about. Uh, that when you give us content and we can riff on specifically where Karen has to say, Spence, I swear we're coming back to your email, but (laughs) something that Spence said caused this tangent. Like now, because we want folks to feel like they're a part, they're sitting around, you know, a living room with a bunch of friends having drinks, talking about Vegas. I want, I hope you feel Spence and Joey, nice, Josh, that you that you feel like you're a part of our conversation. Nice. <laughs> Don't worry, the more I drink, well the less I even remember Mark and Karen's name. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that, we're going to close out episode number three hundred ninety-eight. Thank you for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? You can find me at three, three, ah, 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 six, six, ah, 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 ah. Oh, God, no. Oh, 360 Vegas. He's doing the count from Sesame Street. I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. Don't, don't, don't acknowledge (laughs) it. Please encourage it. Please encourage it. Yeah. Well, I'm not duplicating it. Yes, you you, you hit a challenge there, Tony, that I am not going to duplicate. Karen, where can folks find you? I am at, sake? I'm at 360 Vegas, Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so till next time. Yeah.